0: You're listening to the Classic Gamers Guild Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Classic Gamers Guild podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Anna. I'm here with another one of your hosts, Paul. And today we are here to talk about, it turns out, kind of a trendy game, if, if you could call any classic games trendy, because this particular game is coming out free with uh, Amazon Prime this month. So by the time it rolls out, is it going to be too late for you to download it? it? No, you might still have a few more days. No, no, it'll be too late. Oh, well. (laughs) Anyways, the point is, it's a free game this month. And if you had gotten it from Amazon Prime, uh, it would be fun. And that game is Sam and Max Hit the Road, which is the uh, the first Sam and Max game that came out after a myriad of other Sam and Max uh, comics and shows and, and all sorts of other things.
1: Yeah, those are all facts. I, I like I like your fact about the, the free game thing. It's it, it's almost useful information, which is my favorite kind. I love when it's just so close to being really you know useful. But yeah, it's. it's it was free and now it's not, it's your own fault for not listening to this before it uh, came out, I guess.
0: <laughs> you know, but that's, I mean, if you're listening to a podcast about classic stuff, we're not going to give you current information. That's actually going to be like actually relevant. We're going to give you information that was relevant at one point. So I re- I really feel like we're accomplishing what we're supposed to here.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's a, uh, yeah it's a classic podcast this game this game was on sale it was 25 percent off at uh babbage's in the fall <laughs> of 1992 i'm sorry if you're getting this a little late but <laughs> there was a sale on salmon max at babbage's
0: actually i just got okay uh i used to have the lucas arts uh, archive volume three when i was younger and About 15 years ago, on a genius move, I recycled the box and kept the CDs, which I still have. Mm. Okay, but a good ending to this horrible story is a storage locker on the mainland near where I live. I'm in Victoria. That's in Vancouver. Uh, Somebody didn't pay their bill, and one of the items they had up for sale for 10 bucks was the LucasArts Archives Collection Volume 3, and I literally just got it in the mail two days ago and it is just so good to have it back in my hands again and that collection the reason i'm bringing it up is it has salmon max hit the road in it as one of the games
1: yeah i'm wondering if anybody else listening right now has in the back of their head like i thought i knew what bc and vancouver looked like on a map but it didn't at all look like an island so how are you on mainland
0: (laughs) right well yeah there i'm on the island but the the game was on the mainland it's a beautiful island all the way on the west coast of Canada, and it has nothing but water on one side and nothing but the rest of British Columbia on the other. So it's pretty awesome.
1: Fantastic. Well, listen, we try and throw in a couple free fun facts about Canada every episode, starting now. That's well, the know, thing we do.
0: A game like Sam and Max does that. And you know what? When they're doing it, they drop down a little sign, and it'll flash, and it'll say, edutainment, and then it'll tell you all about, like, say, John Muir or something. So... That's what we're all about. We're just, we're just, you know, we're playing off the game. The game's playing off of us. We're teaching you things. I mean, you're welcome.
1: Yeah, exactly. Wow, you're right. The game did accidentally teach me just a lot about Mr. Muir.
0: Yeah, it did. I said said
1: Mr. Muir because I lost confidence that his name was John for a second. It was, okay.
0: (laughs) I think I have a book of his somewhere in the house and, you know, nature. and, And then I have the room of like animal heads and they're all telling you about it. It's great. I mean, okay, this game comes in running. It it breaks the fourth wall essentially right away when you jump into the game. And it's, it does a great continuation of the intro. You have kind of a story and a plot. And then you end up with, like, the robot's head. And then you go back to your office even after the intro is done. And you just kind of casually throw it out the window. It's got the bomb or whatever, right? And it's like this
1: that one of my favorite it. lines one of my favorite lines in the whole game is that is that that line where he's mm-hmm. like yeah just sort of it's just a bunch of strangers out there <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like just that. a bunch of
0: strangers out there that's okay we there's nobody we'd like out there nope doesn't matter everything <laughs> you know the sense of humor and i mean we're going to learn a little bit more about where uh you know these characters came from and why the sense of humor is geared that way later on in the show i'm assuming paul but uh, the sense of huh? humor is really <laughs> it's it's quirky <laughs> and it's bright and it's funny and it's unexpected and and you can't even like who's the good guy Sam and Max, right? Like both of them are sassy troublemakers in their own way. They use each other and they work with each other. I mean, they've got such a a cool relationship between the two of them that the dynamic is, is uh, really, it's a unique dynamic, even just like the way that they they walk around and they follow each other and like okay, Max is doing Max is like doing something crazy over here while Sam's having a conversation over here. But like there's two kind of little stories happening at the same time, and I love the game for that.
1: Yeah, me too. Me too. You put that really well because they, they, the who's the good guy line because they're they 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 I, I I can't even say good cop bad cop. It's it's I guess you know. It's, it's, they're not that different. It's just you know Sam wears his Max on the inside kind of thing. Um, <laughs> the the best way to put it is is not from me. It's from Steve Purcell, the, the creator of, of Sam and Max, starting originally with the comic books. Um, again, we'll, we'll get into all this stuff later, possibly. And but he mm-hmm. put it really well as far as like summarizing who who Sam and Max are. He basically said Sam is the guy that we are, while Max is the guy that we want to be. Mm-hmm. So you know, it, mm-hmm. it's I like that. There is a max in all of us, and Sam just, just has the wherewithal to, to put on a, a, a public face.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. So, yeah, and it's a game that appeals to all ages. I had my 11-year-old playing it uh, along tandem with me, and, and he was discovering stuff about the game that I didn't discover. Little things like, for example, you keep trying to pick something up, and you'd be like, I can't pick that up. I really can't pick that up that's too heavy. I can't pick that up. Why do you keep trying to make me pick that up? And then all of a sudden Sam starts like whining and then it just says uh object no- you cannot pick up object number 158 and then uh Max is like, "Oh, you broke Sam." And then every time you click on it, he'll just whine. Yeah. I'm like, I <laughs> never. And that's like and every single item that he can do that little thing with his label. So he'd be like, "Cannot pick up object number 137." <laughs> it's freaking right right off just totally bust that wall and and plays with you he's just like oh man maybe that mean jerk out there will stop trying to make you do that you know it's like oh they really are talking to me
1: (laughs) yeah it's it's my it's my favorite type of fourth wall breaking and I I'm I'm not I'm kind of more just on the fence about like it depends on how it's executed we did an episode about that to to break down Mm -hmm. feelings in other words I'm not I'm not a sucker for it, I can be a little critical of it so so hopefully that gives the littlest bit of weight to me saying they nailed they nailed the fourth ball on this because it's it's I don't know I don't want to say relentless but it it definitely doesn't stop and it's consistent it's consistent, but it's mm-hmm. like they do it in a way that's like doesn't doesn't wear you down like mm-hmm. like sometimes it can you know it's it's really clever because they're, they're more I don't know I don't know if I'm brave enough to say it's subtle, but it's really well done.
0: <laughs> Oh, man, I feel like I'm just going to blurt everything out. I want to say like and and I do have critiques. I'm not going to say it's a perfect game, but even though it's been a really long time since I played it, like it throws you into the fun right away. Like you're literally going to a carnival first with freaks and everything. It is like that's one of my favorite things. And it's it's like, oh, yeah, you're not going to go do boring stuff. We're going to throw you right into the action right away. And yeah. because it's not a Sierra game, no offense, love Sierra games, but because it's not a Sierra game, I can kind of relax. I know I'm not going to make a mistake. I know I'm not going to be in an unwinnable situation. Like there's a few times I'd be playing it and I was like, oh man, if this was a Sierra game, I'd totally be restoring. Cause I'd be screwed.
1: Yeah. 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 That's, that's so true. It's like, I, I, I need, I need both in my life. You know, I, I need, mm-hmm. sometimes I need to feel, uh, you know, risk, like a little risky or, you know, just a, a little fear consequence, a little daring, whatever. And and sometimes I, I want to just feel safe and, and go for a ride And this game. Just, mm-hmm. It just nails it. It is such a fun ride. And I love the idea that they, the kind of the centric idea, I guess you could say of, of using, using a road trip to stop at like quirky American, um not truck stops, but you know, a highway bloody weird things on the highway is there a name for that mm-hmm. doesn't uh, matter you know circuses balls of yarn it's all in the the wheelhouse there um it, it's yeah. just like just that if, if you were to pitch a game that's a great pitch like it's you know rabbit and a dog they're gonna drive around the country and stop at a bunch of wacky things that, that our country has on the side of the road for some reason be like i'm in and so cause. many
0: more things than you think like there's so many places like you think you're done the game there's still six more places you haven't seen yet man
1: yeah yeah exactly and it, and it, uh, and to pay compliment to to lucasarts something they just they do really well and adventure games are better off for it is when you feel kind of like you're globe trotting. you know you get that vibe in um uh, fate of atlantis which you know i guess mm-hmm. that's more appropriate to say globe trotting because it's inter- international it do- doesn't matter i mean st- nationally trotting it doesn't sound as nice right <laughs> the point is is like feel like you're setting off on adventure which you know is the name of the thing. So it's it's mm-hmm. it's a good feeling probably to have if you're doing that thing. So, yeah. <laughs> it's a weird way to describe that. I'm just trying to say I like that I feel adventurous when I can choose where in the world to go.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Or what is it they say in the game? It's places like this that make me wish I was Canadian. They have a place like this, but half of it's French. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I forgot (laughs) about the Canadian border between us when we were going through that.
0: Now now I want
1: to dissect that a little bit. So through the eyes of a Canadian.
0: (laughs) I grew up getting American history, so I felt right at home in this game. I tell you, that's all we get. I mean, in Canada, we're not allowed our own history, right? There's a ban on that. They're just like, no, no, American history only because there's more of it. And it makes sense. I mean, uh, you know, Americans uh, keep track of history so well. And and I kind of, oh, this is political, I guess. But I kind of wish we as Canadians were a little bit as proud of our heritage <laughs> as some of the Americans are. You know, I want to tell stories like that. But it's all right. Tradition starts with every new generation. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it does. It does. I, I had several uh, arguably witty things I wanted to say, but I'm like a little afraid any of them are the least bit offensive. So I'm just going <laughs> to go ahead and not not. (laughs) it's anyways it's
0: great in the game i like that you you go to those three different truck the snuckies and then all of them are like just slightly different and then you can get like a slightly different touristy thing from it and like everything about that parallel universe where everything's just about almost the same it's kind of eerie i like that part of the game too
1: yeah exactly no this this game had i think it had more of an impact on me personally than i gave it credit for originally because it it, there's a lot of things this game did that really stuck with me like the the way these the way sam and max play off of each other it's Mm -hmm. it's i I didn't think about this before the episode so i'm hesitant to say it but just off the cuff like it's probably the best duo i can think of i'm not thinking of many Mm -hmm. more just panicking trying to think of things um Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter about ranking it's it's done really well Where like you have fun with both of them Neither of them sometimes with like like duos like one of them's like too much of a downer like too serious mm-hmm. or too logical or rigid or whatever it's like they're they're both really fun but mm-hmm. like you know different enough i don't know they're, they're just done so well and i really to your point i really like the 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 road stop truck stop place that's crazy the the 3d <laughs> <laughs> i'm struggling for words the you know the trippy place
0: yeah me too the the vortex The vortex
1: um, is okay yeah I'm like what is that i'm looking trying to scrum uh rummaging around for the map trying to see what it's officially called
0: which place do you mean do you mean the place that with the upside down yeah yeah that's the vortex
1: the vortex because remember is, that it
0: has the ride at the end you can go on the the ride in the vortex and that's kind of how you sort out that section later on and you meet the other mole man, but he's like a technicolor mole man in like a yeah, secret he's area super true. In the, yeah. with the magnets and the mirrors, you know, all the puzzles in this game were designed not to be assholes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Even the like magnets and, and just plugs and plugs, all of them were logical. I felt good solving them and they didn't make me like, I, I didn't really have to run to Google for this game. It just, it kind of flowed. So. It did. it
1: did. I struggled with um, I struggled with the, the, uh, with the you're at the top of the ball of yarn. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember the exact puzzle. Unfortunately, I was gonna say b- before recording this was the one area I knew I'd be weak on because I've, mm-hmm. I've played this game twice in the last year, but like mm-hmm. three months ago ish, like just that amount of time for me to just, you know, just the vision just gets enough blur to not really know what you're talking about. like i remember there was a puzzle at the yarn ball but the details have escaped me point is the puzzles are are really fair i only had uh, one little bit of trouble that i that was memorable and obviously not that memorable um (laughs) but yeah yeah all right so so it's an exciting game we're getting excited we're kind of all over the place just saying things that we like about it because you know, I, really, what else did you expect? You know, <laughs> this is consistent. Yeah. This is on brand for us, but but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna slow us down and, and kind of I'm not gonna slow us down. I'm gonna start us over, bloody not all the way over. I, look, I'm gonna say different things. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> um, for for those of you who haven't played it, it's the the, the basic idea of that's that's the plot, right? It's it's your mm-hmm. Sam and Max, you're the freelance police, right? That's that came from the comic book that Steve Purcell created. Um, we'll go into Steve a little bit later, but I will just pause and say that, that Steve has done a lot of amazing things. A, a lot of the the box art that you probably adore on the LucasArts side um, was him, mm-hmm. could have been him. Um, and he's worked on a lot of different projects, but I think most notably that I'm aware of, or, or maybe just that's it's my favorite outside of Sam and Max stuff, is he uh, was the director and creative lead for, uh, Toy Story that Time Forgot, which was like a 30 minute um, Toy Story short. And that's a big deal to, to have, you know, creative lead and and to direct a, a Pixar film, albeit a short one, is um, mm. you know, he probably wins that trophy as far as the where are they now thing in that office.
0: Yeah, because he didn't do I mean, a lot of the work he did with Pixar. I think he only co-directed Brave, but otherwise uh, he was mostly just voice roles and other, you know, a little bit of story art.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's funny. I am glad you mentioned Brave because even though he co he you know, he didn't have full reign like uh, Toy Story before time, that that was like a feature length. So that might might arguably be mm-hmm. a, be his biggest thing. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just I know the movie's kind of eh for me, so maybe it's a personal reason I left it out. <laughs> Turning a cheek Well, the it.
0: Voice Worlds. That's pretty cool too. I mean, Cars, Ratatouille who hasn't heard of that incredible's 2 Toy Story 4 it's all kind of yeah. I mean even if he's just doing like voices and other other. that's a myriad of things like there's a lot in the word other outside of the director writer and story artist kind of exactly. leaves it pretty open but yeah
1: <laughs> you can tell that the people at Pixar probably adore him and that he's also multi-talented so they bring him in each film to throw in mm-hmm. an odd five or six voices and lines I guess As we can see imagine. that
0: sort of senior creative team as such yeah <laughs>
1: yeah yeah exactly and and i will say it's really fun to um if if you haven't seen toy story before time and you don't have kids you know i don't know what to tell you do you guys even watch that stuff i I guess i probably (laughs) wouldn't i guess i wouldn't i'm not sure the the feature length yeah maybe because it's pixar and you know we all we're all kids inside but i don't know if i'd watch like their shorts it doesn't matter check it out because at least on on itunes or or i guess it's apple tv now the the bloody apple version of it I can't guarantee the rest, but the Apple version has a, a long 30 minute uh, behind the scenes documentary uh, of them mm-hmm. making it. And Steve Purcell is 80 percent of that, you know, because it's his project. Mm-hmm. So he's in a lot of it. And for me, it was my, my son watched it a lot a couple of years ago. And like, you know, he would start playing with toys or fall asleep. And I, would you know, just kind of be in a situation where I had to just keep watching it over and over again. But it, it, it was really cool to I, I just as somebody I admire from, from Sam and Max to, to see him, uh, you know, leading a big Disney project out there in the, the big mm-hmm. world, you know?
0: Yeah, you know, and again, this is the common thing with these games. I didn't know even the name Steve Purcell when I played the game as a kid because I didn't know about the comics. The show wasn't on in Canada. It was just like a game in my LucasArts collection. And of course, they didn't do the featurette that Sierra would do about developers. So, like, you wouldn't even know. Until later, like until I started researching and going, oh, holy cow, like, look at all this going on behind this show. Look at who's made it <laughs> like and what else he's done. Right. Because he's he's done cover art for other games like Tales of Monkey Island and all sorts of other stuff. So it's just it's fascinating. I really wish if I could wish anything about LucasArts that they would have pushed a little bit more about the individual creatives behind the George Lucas name.
1: Yeah yeah absolutely absolutely that's a really good point because yeah the, the the sierra ones become became you know celebrities to us uh, you know yeah, this on a nerd level and and uh, mm-hmm. i mean just, just just really on you know on at any level because there's seeing steve purcell pop up in that toy story film the first time for me was mm-hmm. like a, a crazy like i got like a crazed celebrity mania feeling i'm like oh my god you know mm-hmm. i know him and that, that's like he was so important to me because of Sam and Max, the game. Not not the mm. comics even, just, just the point and click game that I was like flipping out excited to see it was him. Um but yeah, yeah. So anyway, I would we could we could touch back on him a little later. We can get into the comics in the show. But but for now, I'll finish my recap of the plot, which I started like forty-five minutes ago, and say <laughs> that the game the freelance police, right? They they, you know, got a detective y vibe. Um they're hired to go all across the country, and and I'm you know I'm sorry everybody. I was just reading that off of Wikipedia, and I don't know why because I know it, and it would just sound a lot more fluid and natural if I just said what I knew instead of reading what I know. So they're <laughs> they're freelance police. They they get hired because Bigfoot goes missing along with Trixie, who's a long necked woman from Scranton, and um, yeah, they're hired to find her. She gets. Uh, taken from from a carnival, I guess you could say, right? Carnival, and yeah, um,
0: they got uh, her and uh, Bruno. Yeah,
1: yeah, thank you. And Bruno's the name is the Bigfoot, and and yeah. So Sam and Max just just whole lot of tomfoolery goes on between this sentence and the end one, which is you know they do a good job if you finish the game, but it's it's yeah, it's a lot of fun. the the plot The plot matters in this game for sure. The story is completely bonkers, but but in a mm-hmm. great way. It's in a way that like they know it is, so it's okay. They got it under control.
0: Yeah, and they like you almost think it's going to be over, and you've literally got like a quarter of the game still left. Like you, you actually accomplish your thing. You've rescued who you're supposed to rescue, and the story is still going. It's not the end. It was such a delight for me to remember that there was more to it after that point.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And I, something's got to be said, going back to something you mentioned in passing a few minutes ago, just just clicked in my head for some reason, is something has to be said for the fact that, that you played it with your child and I played it with mine. And, and um, in my case, my son was uh, – well, it was recent, so he's he's like six. Mm-hmm. And yep. for a six-year-old to sit through a point-and-click adventure game in one sitting, which took like mm-hmm. three hours – Yep. And again, to to a six year old, three hours is like you know nine hours. It's like exactly. dog years. <laughs> it's really impressive because he's he's fully in the generation of like you know just just quick cuts and and you know like mm-hmm. thirty second videos. I was going to say vines, but that would make me sound old because they're you know done already. It turns out now it's TikTok, yeah. but but you know what I mean. Point is, is like he's used to things begging for his attention, much less you know a, a nice slow pace point and click adventure game. I don't know why I yeah. went country there? I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> that was not because you were thinking but.
0: about Conroy Bumpus, that's all. Yeah, There's yeah. A lot of country in the game, it kind of fits
1: <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, he had a blast with it. Obviously, the talkie version strategically on my part to keep him immersed, but but I, I what I'm doing in, in a long-winded fashion is suggesting that you play it with your child because you this six-year-old any liked age, it. A fact. If a six-year-old
0: yeah. liked it, and an 11-year-old you've hit the range and Jacob was taking screenshots all over the place cuz he thought it was hilarious and he'd be, he'd come and find me if I wasn't in the room. he was like oh mom you have to see this but then the game would like not show it again until you know it you have yeah. to do the whole like transaction over he's like oh man i got to restore you got to see it he was just, he was so into it and so excited by it that it made me excited by it so we were like competing who could get in the game and but he, yeah. what happened to him was he got overwhelmed by the uh, inventory items as the load started to get really big and you have like 15 or 20 things to navigate and then I was like no no buddy you got to start inventory combining and you got to start trying to click everything on everything and you know that that when it started to get more tedious he just wanted to watch me finish the game at that point
1: <laughs> right that's funny. Yeah. Like this, this is some, you know, end of the inning, end of the ninth in baseball terms. This is the end of the, this is the end game. Like this is where, mm. this is where the adventure gamer just starts, you know, throwing Hail Marys, just click the yeah. shit on all. the,
0: <laughs> Yeah. Everything on everything. And I guess the one advantage, okay. Advantage and disadvantage disadvantage I want to I want to see all the things when I click on the things I want it to give me a description this game is very closed-ended you can pretty much only look at what you're going to interact with or interact with it in the way that you can and not do anything else but at the same time it streamlines the game because you know there's only like two hot spots in the whole screen say
1: right yeah yeah it's it's like the price you pay and then there's the little reward for
0: yeah and it's you know like you
1: said it's it's, I'm, glad, I'm glad that this game and, and honestly, some other LucasArts games are like that because it's like sometimes I just want the opposite. I just want comfortable and, and like in this case, streamlined. Um, but I, I have noticed that LucasArts titles do – I don't want to say they have less flavor text. I think they do but, but Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. So I don't want to say it, but like, I I I think I I feel like the flavor text they have is very deliberate. Like, like Mm -hmm. there's no surprises. There's no like, Whoa, that actually said something. It's like, you know what you're supposed to look at and the thing says the thing as it should, Um, Mm -hmm. which is not a critique. It's just, it's just a different style. And like you said, it's a style I find refreshing and, and nice sometimes where it's like, you know, you don't feel like an almost obligation to explore the whole thing. You can just, just enjoy the story and be done.
0: Yeah, and you know you haven't missed anything. And even if you have, you can just go back and get it later. So,
1: yeah, exactly. It's funny because the the LucasArts only players right now are probably thinking in their head, like, so why isn't this what you prefer? Like, you're just describing (laughs) the the most lovely of situations, a splendid evening, Uh, really. Like, if I could, if you mess up, I can describe.
0: If I can describe how disappointing that was when I was younger, though, I mean, I was I remember that I'm literally sitting there at the end of a game, like, say, Sam and Max, I'm shaking my head and I'm going, that was way too freaking easy.
1: Yeah, yeah. It just <laughs> it, it's it all comes down to me. It's down to consequence. Like a consequence gives you feels like the stakes are raised. It feels like there's a risk. And if you know, if you pull off the risk, you get that dopamine kick. And if you don't, mm-hmm. you get super mad. um but but that's the reason we like getting frustrated because when you beat something that's frustrating you get you get a a dopamine hit that's just a little little bigger than one that if you didn't have to work for it would be a lot bigger Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) yeah (laughs) but
1: sometimes you know the the frustration outweighs that and i get that too so but that's that's where we're coming from um Mm (laughs) So yeah, I, I just wanted to mention too, this is more before I forget, I'm really shoehorning this in because I've forgotten it a few times, is is that this was the first time that they used the, the? Uh, I, I guess arguably, well, no, it's not even argued, it's not a verb coin, but they they used, they didn't use nine verbs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would be a much cleaner way to say this there's, there's no no nine yes. verb, uh, you know, classic scum layout. Obviously it's made in scum or not, obviously, but it's it's not, it, it is, it is made in scum, Um mm-hmm. But I thought that was kind of cool. You know, they, they, stepped away from that. Then they kind of went back to it and then they, they did this again with the dig and, and never went back to verbs after the dig. Um, but this, mm-hmm. yeah, this was like their feet in the water, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your, yeah, what I your liked it. On that? We, we've never really talked about the nine, the nine verb system before. I think that's what it's called.
0: Yeah. I, I thought there was a little, a few too many, like some of the other games have simplified a little. I mean, you're kind of like you're using everything like push, pull. What was right. it? What are what were the other ones like there was I think there could have probably been about two less really. Am I being fussy? I love parser games, so I have no right to be saying this at all, but I I think it could have been streamlined a little bit. I do like the system in Salmon Max. It is super straightforward. It does work for me. I mean, pictures are easier than words.
1: Yeah, it's, it's well, I guess so to, to your point about, about was there too many? That's a good question. I do, I think at first it looks overwhelming, but after like mm-hmm. 20 minutes, you're like, oh, all I'm doing is looking and using. Mm-hmm. So it's like, or, you mm-hmm. know, and then the, I, the, I, there's ones that are in each LucasArts game, don't quote me on this, so just by feel, this is what it feels like. All right, I'm not sure that there's like one or two or more that are in there that you use specifically like twice a game. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. they, they, like, they'll be like, oh, there's this one scene. We really need to give some somebody something. So, like, all mm-hmm. right, let's, let's put a give in there. That'll be one of our, you know. I, 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 guess, I guess what I'm saying is I, I think some of the extra ones are in there are just used, like, you know, once or twice in the game. But, like, you know, if there isn't a word for it, it's not going to happen, so they got to put it in there. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, no, I I, I like I, I I like to to answer I guess I think my own question on that, I do I like the nine verb a lot it's it's um mm-hmm. I, I I don't like it more than point and click but but I, I like no. it I, I like it maybe as much it's 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 um I don't know it's it's fun it's got maybe there's something about it that's got like an old school. Just a, a maybe in a purely nostalgia feel to it that that's just satisfying. Like it feels like you're working for it a little bit, like not quite on parser mm-hmm. level, but
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: but um yeah, it feels a little more adventurous.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I like them. I uh, well, I I had a hard time with Maniac Mansion when I was younger. I think I remember I had a hard time finishing it until a little bit later on too. So. Maybe I was. Uh, I mean, it was probably easier than I made it out to be. Maybe I just came across it at a difficult time. But some of the Lucas Arts games in the beginning weren't exactly, you know, super easy compared to these later ones.
1: No, no, uh, the first three specifically were mm-hmm. were very hard. I mean, Zach McCracken was officially very hard, and Indy three was, yeah, the the, the Zeppelin and and the hallways of the castle—they're a real pain in the dick. Those are officially mm-hmm. hard. Um, yeah, Steve then, did work uh, and,
0: on uh, that Zach McCracken game too. He did uh, art for that.
1: Did the cover, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, no, he did the cover of Maniac Mansion. Oh, very. He cool. did art in the actual Zach McCracken game.
1: Oh, right. Okay. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
1: just, I just had a fleeting memory of Steve Purcell doing it. I think he did a real short animation in Loom that I saw mm, in a documentary.
0: Yeah. I think he Not, did something with Loom, and he did some stuff. Uh, he he did research into whips for Indiana Jones in the Last Crusade.
1: <laughs> that's that's you know that's why I really enjoyed the documentary of the Toy Story Before Time with Purcell because there's a uh, mm-hmm. there's a lot of that where like they go out into a field with a PVC pipe and a bowling ball on each end, and have <laughs> have like this giant hulking Spanish dude. They they specifically mention he's Spanish, um, in the thing have him like enact how what a giant dinosaur would be doing if he was you know swinging like a know, it's not a mace <laughs> I don't know what it is it's, it's what it sounds like basically
0: yeah and yeah. and
1: but that that sounds like the same kind of fueled research as as researching whips like that just means like going mm-hmm. to the store buying a bunch of whips with your friends and videotaping you cracking mm-hmm. them off, bam. Yep. Working hard.
0: Exactly. It's beautiful. That's like, I have a, a friend of mine. She did uh body yoga for me. She sculpted it. And she also sculpted me the hut on chicken legs. And she went to the grocery store and bought like chicken legs so she could bring it home and nice. research them. But she said, you know, you can only use one for so long. So, you know, keep them in the fridge. It was a thing. But anyways, I, I always appreciate people that do real field research. And that's what I would consider that stuff.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's that's a lot of fun. Sounding. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can
0: celebrate with a fur on the rocks, which is one of the drinks. Well, yeah, it was in the salmon max. I don't even know if they meant for it to be a drink, but it certainly sounds like it when you would order at a bar, doesn't it? Fur on the rocks. Yeah,
1: yeah, it really does. There's there's a lot of great lines, great great one liners in this game, and that both both characters deliver them, which is really. Mm-hmm. important. I think this you know, so was just touched on earlier. There's a lot of duo things where like the, one of the two is just dead in the water. Like you don't get anything mm-hmm. good from him. he's the straight laced guy. And it's like, all right, but I mean, you know, make them fun too. Yeah,
0: they did like, uh, and just so much, I was just writing down lines everywhere in this. I'm like the enchanted Argyle forest when you're at frog rock. And then there was like the, the picture of like the forest and all the trees are like Argyle. I'm like, there's nothing better than that
1: yeah yeah the 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 trippy part of of the game is is it's it's it it comes out of nowhere the game the game kind of gets more um mad as it goes on like the Mm -hmm. the 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 ending is 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 kind of complete chaos i I guess spoilers Mm -hmm. now for for the ending ending Mm -hmm. but like you know i don't know when does you should skip ahead to like i can't (laughs) i can't be much more help than that like You might, you might skip ahead a few minutes and we're still going from here on out. So Mm -hmm. the, the very, very ending when you, when you, uh, you know, how do you describe it even? But when when you complete the last totem, that's a, that's a.
0: Yeah. After you complete the last totem and then there's like a double ending for Conroy technically because it's his ending. And then you literally give him like a second ending, which is super satisfying. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was very well played. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the. The you know, trees just sprout up all over the country.
0: <laughs> and then it shows like Pike place market in Seattle. And all of a sudden there's like trees everywhere. <laughs> yeah.
1: I like, I'm trying to help it make sense, but it didn't give me enough to work with. It's just trees just burst up out of everywhere. Um, and then like, that
0: was natural, but destructive. And you're like, yep. It
1: yeah. It <laughs> definitely has the twist of like, you know, nature is beautiful and you know, mother earth heals herself and stuff, but it's like people's lives are, are being ruined, <clears throat> ruined right now. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> it is just, you know, violently ripping out of the ground these redwoods, but um, it's 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 just a bonkers ending. It's it's not. Mm-hmm. It, it ends the story like it it does everything mm-hmm. it's supposed to do. It's allowed to be bonkers. That's it's not a critique. Like you you get yeah. the ending. You just said with Conway, you completed the job, and they're just you know they just decided to, I don't, know, presumably smoke some hash and write the ending. I guess because it's it's just super out there.
0: Um, well, great. it just carries on. It's satisfying. Even like the credits are rolling and that's satisfying because they're shooting at the shooting range and then it keeps going. And then they're like special thanks to our house, high school counselors, the very big toy store down the street and George Lucas. And then it's like, OK, it's over. And then it's like, no, really, it's over. And then it's like, we're leaving. And then everything disappears. And then the whole screen goes blank. And then it comes back on. And they're like, OK, we lied. And then it end- just endlessly sits there. And I'm every just right up until that last second. It's what you want. It's like you finish something and you want that feeling of satisfaction. Your your T's have been crossed, your I's have been dotted and you get something fun at the end that like is like a little Easter egg, kind of like that. So I felt even though it was like a bit wild and weird. Yeah, I really I really had a lot of fun. I'm so glad that uh, I was able to finish it again, like on my own, too. (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) i felt pretty good i'm like man this is a lucas arts game if i need to like cheat to figure this one out i got no patience anymore
1: (laughs) yeah but it did get a
0: bit tedious at the end when you're trying to do the totem poles right you're just like oh my god i got to figure out four things
1: (laughs) yeah you you know it's coming you can feel like it's got once once you get to the 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 motel to the well, isn't it? A, yeah, I guess mm-hmm. it's like a motel. Once mm-hmm. you get there for for the where they where they're having their little party and conference, it's you, you just you know it's going to get as convoluted as Lucas Arts gets, which is not very mm-hmm. much, <laughs> but yeah. but regardless, it's a little um frantic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's still not the word. It doesn't matter anyway. Um, no,
0: it just it's a bit it's a bit wild. Yeah, there's a lot.
1: Yeah, and it's it's they set the tone immediately like you, you get exactly what they warn you like it's just this is gonna be you know for the third time the bonkers that's the only word I got for it. it's you know just yeah crazy things need need descriptions like bonkers and bananas it's just it's 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 really fun the art style is um, is perfect like it's, it's mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> sorry I said that like I'm gonna edit it out but I'm not mm, excuse me no, hold on <laughs> a second um <laughs> <laughs> uh it's got it's got the not not exactly like day of the tentacle but in the sense that like the buildings um and to mm-hmm. a degree monkey island but how the buildings have uh, that the flow kind of rubberiness to them um yeah
0: that uh, was animation. in my notes actually a uh, day of the tentacle kind of is the one i would compare it the closest to wow.
1: yeah yeah exactly there's there's like hints of it i think in monk island but yeah those two are just they go full mm-hmm. bendy and, and i love it i think it's awesome mm-hmm. pixel art style um mm-hmm. just art, art style in general and th- that that brings me to this subject it's it's not actually in the notes i didn't make for this show um because i've just i played this a lot this year didn't need them huh. arguably <laughs> <laughs> in hindsight i don't know um you know brings me to the point that um I'm really surprised there hasn't been a remaster of this one yet, and and I know Tim Schaefer. Mm-hmm. Um, quick, quick backstory on that real quick will be that there, there's been a remaster of, of the Monkey Islands, and there's been a remaster of Day mm-hmm. of the Tentacle by by Tim Schaefer's fine team over at Double Fine. Double Fine, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: Double Fine, yeah, yeah, and, and I Steve think... Purcell has worked with them, I think Double Fine as well. So oh, nice, I didn't know that. Okay, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and I think he, I think
1: Schaefer was asked specifically after after full throttle the other remaster i uh, failed to mention a second ago um so that's all in the two monkey islands day of the tank, and full throttle all got the remasters and i think schaefer was asked why there wasn't a sam and max and, and it wasn't like a dead end he was just like yeah just you know i gotta get the permissions and blah 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 mm-hmm. so, so perhaps when he's finished wrapping up his sequel um which which is i, I i'm guessing somewhat soon Maybe mm-hmm. maybe we can still kind of hold hope for a remaster of this because I, I like the remasters so I can switch it to pixel art. And just yeah, that's it.
0: exactly what I do too, man, every time.
1: Um, but it's fun to switch back and forth every now and then, like like, like eight times in the game, just to have the mm-hmm. ability to quickly switch it back and be like, whoa, trippy. And then, you know, switch it right back to pixel art. That's, <laughs> that's why I spend the $20 anyway. Mm-hmm. Um oh, that's but anyway, right. It was for it.
0: No, Sorry. it was the other one. He didn't no, he he didn't work with Talltale games, right? He worked with that other one where they went re- and <clears throat> They did the new Salmon Max. He worked with that company. What were they called? The company oh, that's no longer Telltale. out there. Yeah. Oh, it was them? Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. Telltale did the the three D Salmon Max ones.
0: Right. Because they did which that all... with him, which I didn't realize.
1: Oh, that's good. That's good. He does seem, you know, very, very hands-on with anything Sam and Max related.
0: Yeah. Well, considering, I mean, we haven't really talked about that, but it goes back to his own childhood. I mean, this isn't something that he made up for Lucas This is something that was kind of a part of him and his brother's life for a long time.
1: In his brother's life.
0: Yeah. Was it. Uh... Oh yeah. Right. We're not editing much. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I just, I read, I read all about this earlier, but I didn't take any notes and I'm like, yeah, this is really interesting. And, uh, yeah, now I have no idea what that was about. So we'll, well come back to that.
1: No, we won't. You know what? That's, that's on you guys.
0: If you want to, yeah. if you want to learn, you want to look it, into that. Yeah. You get,
1: you get a teaser. It's like, if your curiosity peaked a little, like hmm, his brother, you know, buddy, have at it. Maybe let us know. Um, Yeah,
0: tell us all about this. Oh, hang on. Here we go. Hang on, brother. There it is. The characters of Sam and Max were created in his youth. Purcell's younger brother, Dave, originally came up with several comics around the idea of a dog and rabbit detective duo, but uh, he would leave them unfinished around the house, deliberately making characters, mixing up each other's names, doing each other and kind of mocking. So it was the two of them when they were kids and they ended up sort of coming up with the idea.
1: That is so wholesome. All right. I love it. Yeah, it makes me happy. (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad you shared that with us after all.
0: Mm -hmm. See, it was worth it. You just had to wait. I knew it was out there.
1: Yeah, I was wrong. I was younger then. It was a long time ago. ago. Yeah,
0: But yeah, it was Uh, a double thing, right? They were working together, but then his brother Dave ended up giving Steve the rights to the character. He signed them over on a contract on Steve's birthday so he could develop them in his own way. And clearly... You know that that happened. I mean, he spent his whole life with these characters. Now, I mean, not not to say age or anything, but he's like almost sixty, right? So that's a legacy for sure.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's a, a new Salmon Max VR game that either just <laughs> got released or it was just about to.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, it's yeah still I was waiting about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: that's all I'm going to so do because cool. I don't have a VR.
0: <laughs> no, I. That's I'm. I'm the newest technology I have is a PlayStation Three, and that's only because. I got it at a garage sale and it was in a box with all of its games. And the, the sign said 20 bucks. I'm like, holy shit, I got to buy this. And I go to pay the lady. I give her a $20 bill. She gives me $10 back and says, thanks, have a nice day. And I'm just like, okay. Wow. But then I've never played it. It's like the newest system I have. I'm too scared of it. So I just, I put it there and you know, it wants <laughs> to update and connect to my internet. I'm like, oh, I don't even understand.
1: That's so authentic to a classic game. Uh, show host <laughs> uh, i didn't yeah. plug in the new thing because it scared me
0: yeah it was much <laughs> too new people are talking about playstation fives so i'm like i can't even comprehend that so
1: <laughs> can you put scum vm on it, <laughs> it yeah be...
0: where's that's that's the main thing <laughs> anytime you get anything new it's like all right how well does it run scum okay yeah. we're good
1: because it runs on the switch i will get a switch instead i'm just saying
0: mm-hmm. that's um, exactly
1: and that's what. That's exactly what I did. But, but anyway, I wanted to say about the the Semimax show because we we started the show off by saying that, that you know the game is free right now, which it is, mm-hmm. but just not right now. If you know what I not mean. Not
0: your now, our yeah, now.
1: exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. What is time? You know. Let's <laughs> let's all just take a time out and have an existential crisis. Uh, no, I, what I'm trying to say is that the the cartoon show. Janet, I'm going to hand it over to you in a second to start us off on Mm -hmm. that. For some reason, um, it sounds like something like somebody a a host would say, right? You're you're going (laughs) to, it doesn't matter. Uh, Things I would cut if I was editing this. Um, (laughs) For 500, Alex. Okay. Trebek. Yeah, this is the see, this is all the stuff that would get cut. Welcome to the Patreon special.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you get to hear all the insider. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's not great, but it's it is technically behind the scenes. <laughs> All right. Anyway, th- there's a cartoon series, Sam and Max Hit the Road, and it's so good. And and I'm not mm-hmm. yeah, you're you're gonna get us started on that. So I got us into this mess. I'm sorry. But um That's
0: okay. <laughs> that is
1: sort of free right now, right? So so mm-hmm. here's the deal. I I got the I personally I purchased the DVDs, which you can do. And and that's just the little big box person in me where it's like, uh there's a box out there with Sam and Max, and I want to see the show, so I'm going to buy it. So you got to buy the box version. So I did. But then you got to, like, rip the DVDs. It's a pain in the dick. So the other option is you can mm-hmm. just buy it on Amazon Prime, and everybody's got mm-hmm. that, maybe. A lot of you have that, access to that, I should say. Because um, it's not free on Amazon Prime. You do have to buy it, so you don't need Prime. Mm-hmm. I feel like they need to change the name of one of those two things. It's very confusing. (laughs) Because it's like, it's on Amazon Prime. Oh, it's free? No, because some of Amazon Prime isn't free sometimes. It's all just a bit weird. But anyway, it is free, the animated series, if you're one of the six people listening that subscribes to Tubi. Mm, I don't know what Tubi is. I think it's a streaming (laughs) service that's going to die soon. But Mm -hmm. If you're signed up and you're like, "Oh shit, I am signed up to Tubi. I'm glad he said that because I was gonna cancel it and I forgot mm-hmm. to." But now, now that I know Sam and Max is free, I'm gonna watch that before canceling it. So.
0: <laughs> well, there's yeah, it's great. I, I don't know if there's more than one season. There's at least one season of 13 episodes. Uh, I have a VHS tape of one episode, and <laughs> and that's about it. But, yeah, you sent uh, me a
1: picture luckily, mm-hmm. So
0: that's just one episode. Yeah, it's just the what is it? The uh the i files or whatever it's called. Uh but yeah, it's the only one that I have. One episode on one VHS tape.
1: Gotcha. Oh, yeah, the y- thought- no,
0: never mind. The Y files. Okay, it's four. I'm looking at the tape here. Sam and Max versus the Uglians, the Invaders. They came from down there and the trouble with Gary. Okay. Yeah, because there's three compilations. You've got the Y files, you've got all creatures, great and small, and then you've got Come Fly With Me.
1: Right, because it's VHS and that's all they could fit on there. I remember the mm-hmm. days of of the compilations, but now they're just like, that's here's, right. you know, the history of the world on a CD. It's crazy. <laughs> um, it's a really good show. It's, it's, it's so, like, authentically an early 90s Saturday morning cartoon vibe, but, like, it's not mm-hmm. cheap. It, it's... Mm-hmm. This is the important thing to take away. Why I think that most of our listeners will benefit from watching it is because it's not like somebody got the rights to the name and did a shitty job. Cause that's what most Mm -hmm. of this stuff is. Right. Especially video games. Um, it's, it's just, it's authentic Sam and Max. It is like, it feels like, it feels like the cutscenes in the game. I don't know the Mm comic at all. Um, you have like a PDF of one of them. I never read as far as that goes, but like, it, it's it's just yeah. It feels like the cutscenes in the game. It feels like Sam and Max. It's really mm-hmm. really good.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Totally. Go out and watch it. The show's funny. It's quirky, and I mean, literally, you're playing the game for the cutscenes. The game's fun, but the cutscenes are amazing, and it's like watching a cartoon. So it's all the satisfaction without any of the clicking.
1: Yeah. And at this time I'd actually like to publicly apologize for bashing Tubi earlier. I feel like I was a little hard on it, you know, maybe maybe it just got started. It's it's doing its best and it didn't need that from me. <laughs> you know, putting that out there. So so Tubi I'm, you know, I'm sorry. And if you have Tubi, you know, what's that like? I guess.
0: Mhm. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll just have to find out whatever it's going to be.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But again, okay, so it's free on Tubi if if you have that, you could just you You get out of jail free you can just watch it like now if not Mm -hmm. you're gonna have to spend money but it's worth it it's i think it's twenty dollars for season one on prime Mm -hmm. just do it or at least get one episode of it actually i you know i don't benefit in any way from you doing it or not so i'm just gonna gonna back off a little
0: do what i do and continue looking for vhs tapes at thrift shops which is where mine came from
1: yeah yeah, it just might yeah. take
0: longer. That's all.
1: That's yeah, do it that all. way because there are lottery <laughs> odds that you'll find one
0: before you. Perish. I can't believe I can't believe I found one. I also found all the Red Dwarf episodes on VHS. It's like, does nobody want this stuff? It's amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah, that I'm surprised though because that's all right. Well, that that brings me to, to the I was going to say the kind of cult classic for Red Dwarf, and and Sam and Max has a weird cult thing going on because
0: mm-hmm.
1: tell me if, this is just an observation but I feel like Sam and Max isn't the anywhere close really to the most talked about game in mm-hmm. classic, in classic groups and, um, point and click specific groups, LucasArts groups, group, um, et cetera. You know what I mean? Like it's, mm-hmm. it's talked about, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to make it sound like it's, it's underrated because it's not, that doesn't mean it's not good. That just means it's talked about as appropriately. <laughs> mm-hmm. like it is great. And we say it's great. Um, So like, you know, check. But anyway, it's, it's, you hear more about like Monkey Island. uh, obvious Well, kind of obviously, but like the day of the technical, like I, I I guess I'm just trying to say that the popularity on a kind of cult level of Sam and Max, like memes and video, not memes so much as, as YouTube videos and just, I don't know, fandom is, is weird. Mm -hmm. It's high. Like there's, there's tons of different channels out there that just post clips of Sam and Max, just post videos of Sam and Max clips. And mm-hmm. like they're like just the one I'm looking at right now is at eight hundred thousand views.
0: Whoa!
1: And in adventure game language, that's just millions. You know, like that it, is it,
0: unbelievable. Wow! So, is there a gigantic fan base? I'm missing views. out
1: on. That's yeah. that's what's weird, and and like they, not they all have that number. I'm not looking at it right now, but like it's it's the the reason I noticed it and so brought it up is because I do happen to notice every time I see one, that the numbers are crazy high. They're way higher mm-hmm. than adventure game stuff gets. Um, mm-hmm. Cause again, a great adventure game videos, you know, 800 to 3,500 likes. So, so, yeah. so like to talk, we're talking, we're talking 800,000 and there's multiple in, in the twos and 300,000 views. And they're just little clips of Sam and Max doing things. So it's like people out there are like, are aware of them enough to where they get excited for the clips but like i'm not even sure they they probably just don't care to know where the clips came from like the clips is all mm-hmm. they need <laughs> but but the point is <laughs> there's a weird cult following of of sam and max that that just again from my observation doesn't seem to have anything to do with the gaming community and i know that it's also been a comic book but like it's been a long time since it was a comic book and while it was extremely popular for an underground comic book it still was kind mm-hmm. of an underground comic book so you know you're not talking anywhere near like um, mass mass appeal kind of levels or whatever um, it's just yeah anyway I, my point is I guess it's, it's almost definitely not not from the comic book it's the clips and the clips are of the games of course but mm-hmm. so, yeah anyway sorry that, that was a little rambly my point is that Aww. there's a cult following for Sam and Max and it's weird and if you've noticed it and don't know any more about it, just validate me and say, dear classic gamers guild mail at classic I notice that shit too. And then just send mm-hmm. it. And I'll be like, "Whoo, thank you so much. You know, because it's it's a weird thing. And if you do know more about it, you know, that I'd be really curious to know how how it got a little, you know, a little fandom for game clips. Mm-hmm. And as far as I'm aware, even the the more modern Sam Max games aren't like, you know. On the cover of PC Gamer. What's go- What's going on? Okay, I'm done.
0: <laughs> well, and, I'm done. Oh, that's okay. That leads into like, okay, now you understand, dear listener, that we act the same whether we have 10 listeners, 100 listeners, or 10,000 listeners as we probably will have now because this being such a cult classic, it will whisk away our podcast and all of a sudden – you know, but but my point to that is you, we're the same either way. we I wouldn't have put any more work into this for ten thousand listeners than I do for the four listeners that are listening to it now.
1: Yeah, no, the 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 nine thousand five hundred potential more listeners you speak of, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: are not enough. <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> Nothing's enough to make me change who I authentically am as a classic gamer.
1: We did, our, we did our homework the night before, or studied for the test. All right, we didn't study for tests. <laughs> no. Maybe more authentically, yeah. Um, but anyway, if you don't mind, say things for a second, because my son's singing a song. Oh, I'm going to mute myself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no problem. I'm going to tell one of the uh, the best jokes from the game. What is bigger than a bread box? Sam and Max. So... I mean I'm really glad I, I had a minute to give that to you with uh without any background noise. What that else can I say? Yeah, yeah I could that have was came fun, back right? soon,
1: but, but yeah, it's just <laughs> I love when somebody does a good so. <laughs> you know, just so. a good so <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the little treats in life it's, it's so fun um, oh i
0: got one here oh you know the virtual reality game i love it when he goes into the virtual reality game and he's fighting the dragon and it, he's like oh man this looks kind of shitty and i thought that was great because for me back in about 1998 they opened up this virtual reality station downtown and i got to go there and they lowered this gigantic rig down onto my head and i got into this land of like polygons and i'm just like, "Oh." Because it's like, in your head, you've built it up, like, I'm going to go in here, and it's all going to be real, and I can touch stuff. So, like, I felt that moment in the game.
1: Yeah, oh that's so true. I, I, I never looked at it that way, but that's brilliant. Because it's, <laughs> I mean, they more or less just kind of nailed it. I mean, that is what it looked like.
0: <laughs> it, wasn't, it was exactly that.
1: <laughs> you know, it didn't have as much, like a, as, as much of a... a jokey palette color you know palette mm-hmm. choice as far as mm-hmm. like saturday morning cartoons they tried to like darken it up and stuff but it was still just you know cones and rods it was it's not great <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah that was that's one of the best parts of the game it totally nailed it. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah i love that
1: it's weird so, that that yeah. still holds up you know mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean i guess because they'll they'll always have looked bad at the time so it works but (laughs) (laughs) it still feels fresh
0: let's see yeah i don't know that i have much else on this game did you have any more information you want to tell us about steve
1: (laughs) uh great guy you know maybe probably (laughs) he's uh i i I don't know i mean He's 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 an interesting guy, he's super talented, and and yeah, I guess I would just say check out that Toy Story: of The Time Forgot hmm. uh, documentary thing if if you know if you're a fan of Sam and Max because uh, it's cool. And it, I don't know, I liked I liked that short film better because I knew he did it. Like I was looking for the him in it kind of thing. It just makes it more fun. Um, that sounded a little creepy. The last sentence I said, you know, looking for the him in it, it's kind of gross and weird, but. And we're doing it live, so <laughs> it's
0: just happening, guys. You're gonna take it. Hey, oh, hang on. One other great thing, I love it. You're, you're right after the frog walk, and you're playing the game. And then uh, one of them is like, "I wish this game were over." And then they like the screen completely goes black, and then it just says the end. Yeah, like yeah. randomly in the middle of the game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, they commit. They commit to their bits, and that's that's probably mm-hmm. that's probably my favorite thing about them. Like, it's, and it's the perfect ingredient for, um, for for just, like, two good personalities that you could put kind of anywhere, preferably a little wacky, and they're going to shine. Mm-hmm. And they have for mm-hmm. many games because people love the the bloody, you know, uh, Telltale games and so forth. I'm not that versed on the, the modern Cinemax stuff. I, I I probably should be, but this episode was specifically about hits the road, so I didn't have to be. Point is, no. is mm-hmm. that those actually got really good reception because, you know, a lot of times reprisals, not so, I guess, yeah, reprisal, right? Not a remake, but when, when they bring mm-hmm. bring an old brand back, uh, it's mm-hmm. hard to satisfy. It's hard to, you know, hit the notes that people want hit. And, and so I'm actually, I don't maybe I'm totally wrong, but it, from what I looked at online, is really briefly, it seemed like critically acclaimed. I've, I've bought them. I just haven't played them because they're so mm-hmm. 3D.
0: I played the first because it's divided up into chapters. So I, I went and bought the first one when it came out and I played it because I was already a huge fan of the series. And I really, really liked it. But because it was divided into chapters, I never ended up buying the other ones.
1: Oh, uh, the downside to that system. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. I don't like the chapters. I'd be curious to, about our listeners. Maybe we should do like a poll about it uh, on Twitter mm-hmm. or something. With just mm-hmm. with how they feel about episodic things, see, but I won't do that because that would be like a weird first poll to ever do, right? Like, why do they care so <laughs> much about episodes?
0: <laughs> you gotta start somewhere. I mean, the answer you know, is do like, you like classic dope? games? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's very true. It's
0: like if you uh, found this, you like them. That's yeah, yeah, yeah exactly.
1: Um. Anyway, I'd be curious because I, I feel like, you know, classic gamers are more likely to be stuck in their ways than than not. So so I imagine mm-hmm. a lot of us are like, oh, of course, I don't like episodes. Back in my day, you, gotta, you bought a <laughs> game, you got a game. Uh, <laughs> That's
0: just, right. I mean, because it's like the Blackstone Chronicles that you played, that was actually based on an episodic series books. Right. So that was based on books that were like these tiny little short books, but there was just a whole bunch of them. And then they took them and they all put them together and made them into one great big game without the episodes. Now that I like.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because if you put an episode break in, you're basically just offering me the door. Mm -hmm. You're just like reminding me that I can leave and not come back. I I, I don't Mm -hmm. I don't need that. It's
0: like I feel like I've (laughs) I've finished it now. If I go back for the second one, I've just started it. So now I'm confused and I won't play.
1: Yeah, and there's so many games I want to play, need to play, mm-hmm. own, et cetera, that, that mm-hmm. if I feel the littlest bit of completion on your title, I'm going to be like, cool, time to try the next one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I got to be crazy hooked. Yeah, um,
0: or, or homework for the – yeah, definitely homework for the show. I like it when somebody comes up and says, hey, uh, can I use the computer? I'd be like, no, I'm working right now. And it's like, it looks like you're playing a game. I'm like, yeah, working right now. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, working <laughs> Go no ahead, kid. you're bothering me.
1: <laughs> See, yeah, I was feeling pretty New York when you said that too, for some reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's weird to it have that vibe. Yeah. All right, yeah, well, I, I've, I've got, I don't really have much else. One thing I've written down is that <laughs> I, I heard my own last name in this game. Oh, sorry, guys.
0: Sorry, <laughs> right. I didn't hear anything of my name in here, in the game. Oh, wait, I'm supposed to entertain people while you do that. Right, so John Muir, he uh, he was a naturalist, and I actually originally thought he was Canadian for some reason because it turns out there was a similar uh, person with the same name who was doing some naturalist stuff in Canada, but it's a different person. So, uh,
1: wow, I left you alone st- for like thirty seconds as
0: soon as I hit you. <laughs>
1: Well, let's talk about John. you born in in a cattle farm in 1863. 1838,
0: actually, um, in Scotland.
1: Just knocked my mic over when you said that. That was great.
0: Yeah. So that's what happens when you leave. I'm going to start teaching people stuff. This is this is not meant to be an edutainment podcast. So we're going to we're going to lose subscribers. So be careful.
1: So just know every time I hit mute, you're going to turn into, you know, Ben Shapiro or whatever that guy's name is.
0: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs)
1: I hope that's his name. I wanted to get that right.
0: <laughs> you know? I know. I try getting, you know, and and if everybody would bear with me, uh, there are podcasts that really do well to research their information, but I like to rely more on the fans to tell us I've done something wrong. So if I've said something wrong, given misinformation or mispronounced something, feel free to write in. Uh, if I've done something right, well, you don't have to tell me. That's okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> Yeah, we're more shoot from the hip, but I just realized that it's so not Ben Shapiro. So that that joke <laughs> is not going to land.
0: Didn't, that didn't that's authenticity right there. And you know, it's good to admit you've made a mistake.
1: I was wrong. Yeah, this is this is the controversial conservative guy. I think. Um, yeah, I, 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 that's if, if I'm wrong about that, I don't know. I don't. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But but so. uh, Ben, the one I was trying to say was the the really. Ben, dang it, Ben something. He's where he's he's like Bueller, Ferris Bueller's teacher. And he's everything. Ben Stein. Thank you. Yeah. I knew he was a Jew. We know each other. Yeah. (laughs) I just got my Shapiro's and Steins mixed up.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And he did the red eye commercials for a while.
1: Yeah, that's right. Clear eye. You know,
0: yeah. Um,
1: All right. So what was I trying? I wasn't trying to say anything about that. We're good. Oh, I was going to say uh, my last name is in this game and that excites me. That's for me. Mm -hmm. It's a selfish thing. I just, I need to get it out to somebody that'll know what all the context I'm talking about. And that's all of you guys. So there, I said, it. Mm -hmm. it's not a last name you hear a lot, you know, It's it's Mm -hmm. like sorry, Mr. Corman. I mean, it's with a C, but that's fine. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, one could argue that, that using the letter C in place of, a letter that already does its own sound is kind of ridiculous, but that's just, you know, that's just me. Because like, people are always like, I'm like, Corman, they're like, Corman with the C. C? I'm like, no, Corman with the one that sounds like K. You know, mm-hmm. the, K, the K that yeah. goes K. Why, why are we doing this with the C? Why does the C get to sound like a K? And then people assume yeah. that the K is the C. Like, what do you mean? Why, why would you assume? All right, you know what? C is a bit up, of an, an imposter. No, it's,
0: it's true. K is strong. I mean, even even the, the C needs a K to sound like a K. I mean, all on its own, C's are often thinking they're S's.
1: Yeah, that's very true. They're always stepping on everybody's thing, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally.
1: <sighs> well, here the classic gamers go. We just hate the letter C. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> this episode was not brought to you by the letter C, I assure you.
1: <laughs> Every episode, they got to stop and just shit on the letter C. It's not, <laughs> it's uncalled for. All right. Well, we've, I mean, we've gone way longer than we even need to, so we can stop. I feel like mm-hmm. I feel like we should stop.
0: The reward you know? for staying this long is us ending it. So yeah, congratulations, make- <laughs> you made it.
1: <laughs> Making the listeners feel antsy. They're like, ooh, I think I want to go. <laughs> You know, we're gonna do that for you. So so thank you for listening. We really appreciate you guys. Um, sincerely check us out, join the discussion in the community. We're a page, we're a group. My son says goodbye to check us out on Facebook at Classic Gamers Guild. That's where we're a page and a group. Other places, just a page. What are those places? Instagram, Twitter, do us a tweet, do us a do us a do us a gram. Don't don't do a, just at cgg podcast find us uh, at cgg podcast on both of them places send us an email if you like that'd be lovely I really like them mail at um become a patreon supporter if you want to that'd be that'd be cool um you don't have to it's it it, it, it doesn't matter I mean it matters a little. Cause it's like, oh, we had a new Patreon. Like that, that, that moment matters. It's exciting. Um, but if it doesn't happen, like I'm going to be okay. <laughs> I just want <laughs> you to know that. So, so if you want to be a Patreon, be one, if you don't, that's cool. And if you are, thank you. And I love you. You can. I'm getting frantic cause my son's getting whipped up right next to the microphone. Everybody that listens to the show, you know, he's there. <laughs> you hear him. We all act like you don't hear him, but you hear him. And I'm sorry. I, I love you guys. Thank you for putting up with it. I'm I'm a a single only parent, so like this is how it's got to be. And uh, you know I, I, that's, I'm you know yeah working it out. He's just he's here just all the time. <laughs> 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 all right, all right. To our patreons and the extra special thanks tier, which would be um, Jay Holmes and Mark Fillion. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Um, Sorry, (laughs) I'm reading notes as I'm saying that. Um, We really appreciate you guys. Um, Jay, love you, mate. Mark, check out your own game. Check out Mark's game. Hi, Mark. And then, you know, comma, check out Mark's game. The Chinatown Detective (laughs) Agency on Steam. Uh, Wishlist it. Download the demo. It's beautiful. It's going to be awesome. Uh, Also,
0: the Phantom Fellows. That's another game. I mean, I know, you know, that people should wishlist and download. And thank you
1: yeah yeah it's a good call you know i heard this from, from plucky young go-getters making that game you know i just want to wish them the best and support the project my bloody wish list in it and then just obnoxiously telling everybody about it you know let it let it consume your life too and and spread the good news uh or whatever doesn't matter um yeah i, I said all the things i have to say and that's you no know, that's it. Okay, don't don't do murder. <laughs> Rough <end. laughs>